Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Hey, Jay. Hey, Q. Are you walking in the mud? Why are you walking directly in the mud puddles? Okay, I was trying to make crinkling uh, leaf sounds, but that was not at all how that came out. Got it. It sounds like you're walking in. Jay, I'm going to ask you again. Why are you walking in mud puddles? I, I Because we're out here in the woods, Q. Yeah. And I and know, there's but mud you, everywhere. But you're just like, walk. It's, it's, well, that's the thing, though. It's not everywhere. It's just like in certain s- sections of the pathway. And honestly, you could easily avoid it by just like taking two steps in either direction. But you seem for some reason... To be intentionally walking through listen, the mud. Listen, Q, when you said we were going out tonight, you said, wear your walking shoes. Yeah. And I took that to mean, obviously, my penny loafers, because you know how damn good I look in those penny loafers. They and so I wore them nice. unknowing that we were coming out into the woods. And now, you know what? Out of spite to you, I'm going to ruin these shoes that I know you love so much. You're hurting me by ruining your shoes? That's right. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch out. Watch out, man. Hey, you almost ran directly into that giant carnival sign that I didn't see <laughs> 10 minutes before. I don't know how I missed it. I was too focused on the mud. Look how gigantic this thing is. It's like it's like one of those weird like it's got like candy cane like tubes that hold it up and it's like a big wooden sign. Well, it's a it's a pop-up carnival, Q. That's what right. this is. It's a pop-up carnival and, you know, if if people were listening to this and they weren't here with us, you know, they would be able to see these bright fluorescent lights and the sounds and they wouldn't be able to see the sounds obviously. But they'd be I able mean, to unless see they the had light. that weird unless they had that weird like mental disorder that allows them to see sound. What is oh, it called? Yeah. Synesthesia? Synesthesia? I, I think don't is know. What it's called. But uh, yeah, sure. That sounds like something I saw. They like house. smell colors. That sounds right. Yeah. I don't know. So what's weird though is I don't see do you see any other people? No, but I did just drink this cup that I found on the ground and that's not good. It wasn't uh, good? No, no. It said it was right next to, well, it was, I thought it said funnel cakes, um, uh-huh. but it was misspelled. It said flannel cakes, and it was just disgusting. What's a, what's a flannel cake? I don't know, and I don't want to know. Got it. This is such a weird carnival. They got flannel cakes, mysterious drinking bottles on the ground. Like, there's no you that, people. You see that game over there that's, like, obviously, like, a shoot a metal baby ducks game, but they're yeah. using real rifles and real baby ducks. Well, no, I, Jay, I don't think you're seeing it correctly because it's, it's shoot a real baby, comma, ducks. <laughs> oh, I see. So there are babies tied to the thing, and then after every shot, they take a swing at you with a baseball bat, and you have to duck. Exactly. Shoot a baby, duck. Duck. Right. <laughs> what a terrible game this is. So strange. Where do they get those babies? <laughs> Where do they get those? 
Oh, man, this is weird. Oh, hey, look, it's one of those goldfish games where you, like, throw the ping pong ball in a goldfish bowl, and if you get it in there, you win a goldfish. Except, is that, is that, it is, it's, it's cat skeletons. <laughs> it's just a bunch of cat skeletons. No, no, you're, in... you're, 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 you're missing that again. The cat skeletons are the prizes. Oh. And it's really oh. drown a baby. <laughs> God, this carnival really hates babies. Well, it turns out it is called Morte le Dimpont. Oh, carnival! The, the dead baby carnival. The dead baby carnival. It, are you impressed that I knew that? <laughs> I am. I'm, are you impressed that I knew that? Are you impressed that uh, that clown over there is motioning at us? Cue why is the clown over there? I don't know. Did you see him when we came in? I didn't see him. I also. Cue why are you dressed like a clown? Oh my God. Why am I dressed like a clown? Wait a minute. Jay, J- those aren't your penny loafers anymore, man. Those are like size 24 clown shoes. Oh, what? What is, what is happening? Oh, oh God, he's getting closer. Jay, he's, he's raising his hand. You, do you think, do you think he, he wants to high five? I think he does. We high five. High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. I imagine the clown hand when you high five it, it makes that honk honk sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. That's awesome. All yeah. right. So now that you and I have fully transformed oh, into God, what appears to be were clowns, I, that's the only thing that <laughs> I can think. Were clowns? I love. Honestly, at this point, I want a were clowns movie. Oh, wait, why hasn't that happened? I don't know. Oh, wait. Trademark high five podcast. <laughs> Log it in right now. Wear clowns. Attack of the wear clowns. You cl- you heard it here. We we're not clowning around. <laughs> here 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 clowns. Serious there business. clowns. Who clowns? Wear clowns. Everywhere a wear clown. That, that's the name of the movie. It's yeah. like a Dr. Seuss book, but way scarier. Yeah, and it's about clowns. <laughs> that werewolves. like people that. Tra- did you say clowns and werewolves? Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. I think you misunderstood fundamentally <laughs> what a were-clown was. A were-clown is essentially a werewolf, except you don't turn into a werewolf. You just transform into a clown. Oh, so you're not like a, a big, clown. hairy wolf wearing clown garb? No. You're just, oh. a, you're just a... You just turn into a clown during the full moon. I want, but I want, like, wolf parts. Oh, got it. So you want, like, like weird wolf legs... You want like a a clown centaur, basically. I want to be a werewolf, but dressed as a clown. All right, fair enough. You win. Like okay, that is so imagine way more haunting of you know a visual. The, you know the the tattered clothes that everyone's wearing when they're a werewolf. Yes, but I don't want it to be like slacks and a button up. I want it to be 
huge shoes because they wouldn't rip. My feet would just fit naturally in them at that point. Uh, that's and true. And then there'd be hair sticking out of all the the buttons, and then there'd be that nose on the tip of my long werewolf snout. And then you'd still and then have your like. Paint. I'd obviously have the paint around the eyes still. And then and you then would the still just have a mouth. big curly wig. Yeah, exactly. That is just still on your head. Be like, ah. Yep. Wear clowns. <laughs> Wear clowns. Thank you, everybody, to the biology lesson of what exactly a wear clown is. <laughs> Back uh, to strange science with Q and J. <laughs> Next, welcome. we're going to look at what the Sasquatch's rectum looks like. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's hairy. <laughs> Uh, So, in all actuality, guys, if you haven't tuned out already, you're still listening to High Five the Podcast. And I am Q, as always. And I am J, as sometimes. And we are both apparently wear clowns. (laughs) But but why, Q? Why are we wear clowns? That's the most important question. You never high five a strange clown in a circus or a carnival tent that popped up. You know what? That's a good that's a good PSA. I think everyone take take a moment to listen if you want to record this for your outgoing phone message because it's just a good reminder. PSA from High Five Cole on the podcast. Do not ever give a midnight clown a high five at a baby death carnival. Don't do it. Don't do it. While, well, turns out also, I think another factor that was in there, you were wearing loafers. Because they were so impressive, you never stopped to look that I also was wearing loafers. (laughs) So I really think it was just the fact that if you're wearing loafers while giving a midnight clown a high five in a baby death carnival, guaranteed (laughs) wear clown. Guaranteed. I think they made a Michael uh, Douglas movie about that. I did. It's called The Game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> David Fincher made that movie. Everybody go watch it. You didn't know this. Turns out it's really been a re- about wear clowns the entire time. That's the twist. That is you'll the twist. You'll never see it coming. Like literally ever. <laughs> like you'll watch that movie. You'll, you'll never finish, you'll finish the movie. <laughs> finish the movie and you'll never, never come see up. that subplot. It never comes up, but it's there. That's it's the there. greatest part about it. And that David Fincher actually paid us to reveal that plot here some 20-odd years later since that movie's come out. That's how epic that twist is. That's the long con. This is the twist. David Fincher has been working towards this, kind of like with Boyhood. This has been 20 years in the making. It has been. He talked to us before we ever even had the idea for a podcast. He himself was just a strange man at a bar that we met. He was. And he was like, Q and J, listen, you guys don't know each other. First off, so introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm <laughs> hey, Q. Hey, I'm, I'm J. J. Um, you guys are going to do a, a – he was he was basically George Carlin in Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, he was, except he, there was no phone booth involved. And he pretty much just put us on a path to delay starting a podcast for 15 years, then do it, yeah. then get to where we are now, obviously, and reveal this twist in this episode. Now – Tune in next week when we have a very surprising note about Panic Room. Uh, Q? Yes. Back to clowns? Yes, back to clowns. So, uh, we are gathered here today to discuss... In memoriam of clowns. In memoriam of all them babies. (laughs) Uh, No, we are here, guys, to talk about clowns. Not just any clowns, but clowns on film. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not just, you know what? Not just that clown you saw at the ball that one day when there shouldn't have been a clown around. Not nope. that clown 
that was hanging out in the woods behind your grandmother's house. We're talking cinematic clowns. Talking clowns at the movie theater. Right. But not just like at the movie. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking clowns in the movie. You know what? Okay, hold on. I want to talk about this for just a second. How great. Yeah, what you know? No, no, yeah, great. How great would this be? Is to just start going to movies head to toe dressed as a clown, never do anything malicious, never do anything weird, just go and sit somewhere near the front. <laughs> yeah, for just I like in that. different theaters, in different places, in different no movies, re- and like, no reason for no. It could reason. be like Bridget Jones Diary Four. Yeah, exactly. Just and all just- movies. Head to toe clown outfit, makeup, everything. And just act like it doesn't exist. No interactions with anyone. No, you just, just by yourself. At sit, the movies. eat your popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody do it. <laughs> and just don't tell them we had you do it, but we did. Yeah, but send us pictures. But yes, we'll, that would be great. We'll post them. Like, take. Take sly selfies of yourself and get the people sitting behind you in the background just so we can, like, see the faces that they are making while they're viewing the back of your stupid fucking clown head. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. Hashtag movie clown. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say hashtag stupid fucking clown head. (laughs) Well, the kids can't use that hashtag. It's got to be short. We Short gotta keep, and memorable. That's right. <laughs> and our episodes are for the kids. We got to remember our demographic here. Yes. All that's, right. That's what that E stands for next to our episodes is everyone. That's especially right. Especially kids. children. <laughs> that's what the E stands for is especially for kids. Right. I, I don't know why they don't put the F and the K on there. I, I don't know. It should be EFK next to our episode. Especially for kids. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, so we are doing an episode about clowns in movies, and this we are talking about because, drum roll, today, <laughs> that was the grossest, wettest drum roll I've ever heard, but today, we all uh, float down here. It Chapter 2 comes out. Yeah, it does. And since we've already burned our Stephen King episode earlier in the year, we needed something to talk about. Um, because we, we can't let clowns. We can't let it chapter two come out and then just vanish into the sewers. Of course, oh, my, my goodness, being discussed on our show. No, there's no way. Like there was gonna be an episode dedicated to this movie somehow, guys. You're just lucky we aren't <laughs> talking about movies with sewers. I know we were almost talking about movies starring Isaiah Mustafa, <laughs> <laughs> but then we stopped at this, and then the seven, and then the um. Old Spice commercials. Yeah, I was about to say, we realized we couldn't count the Old Spice commercials. <laughs> I so. almost said 7-Up commercials and realized I was talking about Orlando, <laughs> what's-his-face, Orlando Brown? Jones. Oh, yeah. Is it Orlando Jones? I think it's Orlando name? Jones. Maybe. He I is great in said, American Gods. Oh, he's awesome in American Gods. He plays Gods. Mr. Anansi. He's really great in Office Space as well. Oh, my God. I forgot As he was the guy in who's that. selling right. magazines. Totally. He's so good in that. To, like, get off drugs, but then yeah. it turns out he's not actually on drugs at all. He's yeah. just selling the magazines. <laughs> and it just that story works better. Yeah. Yeah, that's good shit. Um, oh, man. So, yeah. So, we're talking It Chapter 2. Now, here's the deal. Tonight, we are going to see It Chapter 2. So, we're not talking It Chapter 2 on this episode. No. So, there are no spoilers. There may be spoilers for It Chapter 1. But sure. we're, we haven't seen the movie, so we can only speculate 
and go off of what we've read about It Chapter 2 right now. But we are going to talk about it because, my goodness, we're both very excited oh, about very, it. Oh, very, very, very excited. And let's be honest, I don't think you can think the movie or the book It without conjuring images of clowns. And that's true. Now, so, and I want to pause right here, guys, because I know one thing that is going to come up, or if there's, you know, Stephen King diehard fans out there like me, is you'll say, oh, well, you know, it isn't really a clown. He just kind of manifests sure. itself. I, we understand that. I understand that. Trust me, I get it. But Q's right. You can't, Q, I mean, you can't think about the book it or the story it or the movie it without thinking of Pennywise the clown. It just becomes such an iconic image, especially after like the Tim Curry version. Um, you know, Stephen King was one of the first people to start writing clowns in a scary way. And then it sort of took hold. I sure. mean, so you can't, you can't separate the two, even though we know it is not, technically a clown clown now that's actually i would like to use that i think that's a perfect jumping off point to something i want to talk to you about because i was thinking about this earlier today and i was really excited to talk to you about it you you said stephen king was the first person to kind of write about clowns in a horror sense and then it just kind of stuck so here's my question to you ha have you ever been creeped out or scared by clowns yes you have yes i have okay so, but in a phobia kind of sense or, or in just like a, Ooh, that clown is unsettling. <laughs> okay. So here's my story. Um, I, and, and I don't remember much of this cause I think I was like four or five, maybe, maybe as old as seven. Okay. But my, I, it, my family has told me this story on countless occasions, but apparently when I was younger, about that age, um, the Ringling Brothers circus came through Memphis and so they really thought, and I really wanted to go. We had seen commercials for it. And, and, and you probably remember those commercials from when you were growing up around here, Q, is it had, like, the elephants on the balls. And it oh, was yeah, like for sure. The old Ringling Brothers, like, big top circus. The Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Bar Circus. Exactly. And it was kind of like a fair, but also a circus. So that was coming to town. And so my parents and I got tickets for us, and we were going to make a day of it. And it was going to be, like, the first time it was going to be me and my dad were going to go. And we get there, and apparently we go in, and I see the clowns. They're like the greeters at the door, and I apparently lost my shit <laughs> and, like, wouldn't go – wouldn't leave the parking lot. I was like, get me – I was like, get me away from the clowns. And so we had to leave the circus without going in. Because I what? wouldn't go be anywhere near the clowns. And so my parents were like, yeah, we lost that whole money. <laughs> that whole weekend was just like Oh, my shot. gosh. Yeah. That's intense. I can honestly say, so here's the deal. I have never had any, like, creepy or scary clown experiences. I had many friends who, like, growing up would say that they were scared of clowns or clowns that sure. like, creep them out. I've even had a few girlfriends in the past who – were like genuinely freaked out by clowns like don't even show them a clown picture level sure. like freaked out but i've never really understood the clown scariness until i saw the movie it the television miniseries it with tim yeah. curry as pennywise and there is and i think i've talked about it with you on a previous episode um I, we talked about fears and like oh what, yeah yeah 
um, like what kind of manifests your fears, what really scares you. And one of the things that I said that really freaked me out was things that are not that are where somewhere that they are not supposed to be. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> yeah. mean like you put the peanut butter on the wrong shelf in the yeah, cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean like a clown in out a of sewer. context. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, that makes me very uneasy. Well, even it, like, like a clown alone in the woods, is you know, very, like, right. yeah, it's just well, one, anything alone in the woods, ominously staring at you. Goodness, I don't know. A lumberjack. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, is he? Yeah, he's probably very attractive. But exactly, many things that shouldn't be in the woods that are standing there staring at you, like a deli owner. <laughs> sure, that just was very odd. Like white apron, owls written on it, just like staring at you. Maybe holding some salami. Sure. Scary. So that would be very unsettling. I do agree. Um, but so my first experience with being scared by a clown was actually from the movie It. And that was kind of how I was bringing that back around was, right. you know, you had said Stephen King was one of the first to kind of write about them in that context. And for me, it was his version of this scary clown that really terrified me. Not only the sewer, but I remember in the miniseries, there was a scene. And now I've watched it. And in hindsight... It's very comical, but there's yeah, a scene where he that, comes that out of the shower drain. Well. Yes, the stop motion scene. Yes, and for some reason, that terrified me. Like, I legitimately took showers staring at the shower drain for, like, months after that. Freaked out that a... I mean, almost to the level that, like, Jaws freaked you out from going into the ocean. Like <laughs> right. Except I was terrified that a clown was going to stop motion animation style come out, <laughs> out of, of my drain. drain. Um, I mean, yeah. It, like, legitimately freaked me out. And so ever since then, I still have zero fear of clowns. I could see a clown. I could literally see a clown standing outside of my window right now looking in. And I'd be like, why the fuck is there a person dressed in my my, as a clown That's at my window such bullshit that would be so scary i no. know what that window looks like no i'd be totally fine i'd be Liar. totally fine unless it looked like pennywise <laughs> now if it was pennywise if tim curry was sitting in his wheelchair outside <laughs> right on. of my window dressed as pennywise I think if Tim Curry were standing outside my window not dressed as Pennywise in the middle of the night, I would also be scared. <laughs> would you, though? Or would you be like, why are you standing? I would be like, Tim Curry, do you need help? Again, Tim Curry is in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, that's not funny, but... <laughs> that, that, why are you laughing, then? <laughs> I'm not laughing. You're laughing. All right, you're right. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> um... But in all seriousness, um, clowns don't freak me out on a regular basis, I guess. I can look no. at pictures of clowns. I can. I mean, you're right. You call my bullshit. <laughs> if there was a clown standing outside my window right now, I would be pretty fucking freaked Even out. if he was, like, happy looking, he'd be like, the fuck are you doing out there? Right. No, totally. 100%. That plays into my fear of clowns being in places. <laughs> Not where they're supposed to be. They yeah. shouldn't be. Um but I think for me, that's the context, though. The clown has to be in a setting that it shouldn't be in. To right, be like scary well, to when me. you watch, you know, like Big Fish or Water for Elephants, and your, you know, movies that take place or scenes that take place in circuses, then it's like, oh yeah, fine. 
we'll right. have a clown here. But yeah, the the clown out of context is always a bit off putting. I mean, well, right. and I don't know. I mean, you know, we talked about um, you know, it being your first instance of a scary clown and that's kind of what stuck in your head. I I don't think I saw it until I was older than that, but I do remember shows like Are You Afraid of the Dark? Sure. And, you know, um, they had a clown episode. They have very with, much have a clown episode with the nose. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then a clown doll keeps like moving around the room. And yeah. And it's very scary. Very creepy. Oh, man. I'm trying to think what the I hell even think there were some episode? goosebumps books about, about a clown or a circus or a sure. carnival or something. Um, well, I mean, did you ever read that something wicked this way comes book? Or see that I movie? I didn't read the book, but I saw the Jonathan Price movie. Yeah, so that's got you know that's that's about scary carnivals as well, for sure, absolutely. Um, now, I have a question in in regards to clowns. Um, what about clowns as they're portrayed in other like media forms? So like not just your classic big shoed, uh, puffy polka dotted outfitted clown. What about your like the jokers oh see interesting yeah especially with that new movie coming out like exactly. they're portraying him very much as i want to be an entertainer i want to be a, a clown like <clears throat> you know i've always read uh at least with some of the earlier joker well not early middle jokers i guess the darker sure. jokers they it was more you know he was dressed as a clown and more as a statement than sure. i want to be a clown um but I don't know. See, he's called the Clown Prince of Crime. He is, but yeah, it, 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 he's wearing clown makeup. That's he kind sure of the is. green hair, you know. Especially the new Joaquin Phoenix version. Yeah, he's got like the full on like diamond blue diamonds over the eyes. And yeah, like, I'm very excited about that. Um, but what would you consider that like that? That's a clown, right? Yeah, That's that definitely a is a clown. Like, I mean, even if nothing else, like that opening scene in The Dark Knight where the clowns are robbing that bank with the school buses and stuff, it's just brilliant. Very totally. creepy, though. But I love, I mean, it. honestly, in that context, I kind of love it because the Joker, as a villain, is a villain we like. We have our other stuff, too, episode back in the archive where we kind of dive into the essence and the history and the purpose of the Joker. And I love... Sure that that element of chaos i guess and, and i love that that's kind of what it stands for is everything's a joke everything is you know everything's too serious should laugh a little bit make chaos etc cetera, etc cetera. right um but yeah i mean honestly clowns in other contexts like it's so funny that you rarely get a clown story nowadays that is anything but scary happy. Happy oh. or scary, like Baskets is a good example. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, not a. I mean, it's a funny show, but it's a darkly funny show. Exactly. Um, you've got even like from the '90s. Did you ever see uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite's Shakes the Clown? Yeah. Hell okay. Yeah. So that is another great example of even back then. Like the joke was, what if these things that are funny are violent and terrible? Exactly. No, I think that that's an interest, an interesting juxtaposition, and I think you and I have kind of talked about that kind of thing before and the closest thing that i can match it to was uh when we talked about why it's so fun to put horror in christmas right it's taking this like fun safe 
should be happy thing f- and like perverting it. You know what I right. mean? And and undercutting it and mixing it with like horror and what if this thing that's designed to make you laugh actually wanted to like tear your face off? Right. You know what right. I mean? Um, and so I think you get that. I think it's very similar. You get that same kind of joy from watching, you know, uh, Black Christmas or like what was the what's the uh, Silent Night Deadly Silent Night, Night Deadly Night. Um, uh, you get the same kind of joy watching that that you better do watch out watching you know a killer clowns from outer space right although you get a great joy from watching killer clowns oh, from outer most space most definitely and trust me kids we're not going <laughs> to cuz that's who's listening kids yeah. we've already gone over that especially for for kids kids um we are not going to end this episode without taking a at least a dip in a toe into the pool <laughs> of course of, not uh, killer clowns from outer space. So, um, so, okay, I, let me cue before we like totally abandon like any talk of it or whatever and sort of move on to meteor topics around clowns. Sure. I, you haven't read, you've not read the book yet. I have never read the book. Correct. Okay. You, you have seen the miniseries. I know that. So yes. what are you hoping for slash expecting needing in this second chapter of it? Um, that we're about to, that we're like watching as people are listening to this. What do you need? I'm trying to think I need. All right. From a movie standpoint, I need the same connection that I made with the characters in the first movie. Right. I need that again. I feel like that's integral to be able to tell this kind of story because even going back and rewatching the original miniseries, while it was great before I saw this new it, it it really doesn't hold up. Um, no, Tim, no, it, it's it. Tim uh, Curry's it. performance is amazing. Oh yeah, I like. I have such fond memories of that miniseries, and I've watched it a couple of times in the last handful of years, and it really doesn't hold up. Like it's not. I don't know why Harry Anderson is chosen for uh, Richie. Richie. I just, Tim Curry is the redeeming factor, and then the guy who plays grown up Mike Hanlon. Um, and I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh yeah, the guy from um, uh, everything. Shit. He's the dad from uh, Sister Sister. Yes, he is. But he's great in in it. Um, but Tim Curry steals the show and is the memorable part. But he's really only in a handful of scenes, really. And in rewatching that movie, all of these characters I didn't care about. Like they yeah. were all kind of laughable and ridiculous and over the top. And so I found that the movie didn't hold any sort of weight and ultimately wasn't scary to me because of the fact that these characters, I didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. so when Pennywise is terrorizing them, I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, right. it didn't feel scary. Now, I will say, conversely, that is something that worked very well for me in It Chapter One was these kid actors actually made me care about the ki- the characters and the kids. Yes. So watching them get terrified, I like felt their right. fear and terror. Well, so- and they each brought an element to their characters where that I think was missing in that miniseries is, you know, you have, you know, the John Ritter character, you have the younger version of Ben or whatever. And yeah, he's the overweight kid. Yeah. He's getting bullied, <clears throat> but there's like, 
a, a naivety or a, a, a niceness that the new Ben brings. Like when he's just the simple act of him, like fumbling with the diorama and trying to catch it and then it breaks. Right. And his just kind of like the hapless naivety niceness that he brings is there's just some element of that's very tangible with all of the different actors. And like with Eddie, the, the fact that he's so sarcastic with uh, like the brown water and just right. his, he's not weak. He's, but he's sickly, right. you know, he's cautious. And that element of that character was really, really smart. And, you know, especially compared to the, the kind of the, dead duck version that was in the original miniseries. So I think you nailed, you know, something really, really important about that movie is that yes, while, um, Oh man, Skarsgård's Pennywise is very scary. And the movie itself is based around a lot of very scary sequences. Sure. It matters and it actually draws you in and you're able to last as long as the movie can go because you care about each one of those kids in each one of those scenes. Right. And I actually feel terror for them when they're yeah. in these scenarios you know what i mean like using richie as an example in the first it movie when he gets locked in the room with all the clowns oh. <laughs> and it just slowly feeling that sense of dread and then when he sees the like weird doll of himself in the casket like that whole sequence like i was there with him yeah. you know what i mean like i was transported there so that being said, something that I have to have for chapter two to work is I need to feel that same connection with the adults. Yeah. And that's something that I don't know if it's because they were kids. That's why you feel that like protective sure. like connection. Um, so I'm very curious to see if that translates Do you feel, to their adult actor counterpart. Are you scared that because you're going to recognize a handful of them that yes. it might be harder for that very to happen? Very much so, that, I'm, that I won't be able to get into it because I'll be like, that's James McAvoy. Or yeah, or McAvoy. it's like maybe if it was just Bill Hader and then a bunch of nobodies or just James McAvoy and a bunch of nobodies. But, but it's, it's like Jessica Chastain, Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. That dude from the Old Spice commercials. Right. Like, it is all very recognizable actors. Even even the dude who plays plays, uh, Stanley is – I recognize him from Swamp Thing, the new, like, DC Swamp Thing show, which is very good, by the way. Oh, see, I haven't haven't been able to catch it. Very good. Okay. Like, and it's a bummer about better, that whole budget thing that they I got know. canceled. Like, better than it has any right to be. Like, <laughs> oh, genuinely right. scary and unsettling. All right. I'm going to have to go watch it. Definitely find it. Okay. I'll, I will um, track it down if I can. But what about you? What's something that you need from the sequel? Honestly, here's here's what I want more than anything. Is I want them to get the mystical stuff right. And see, I have no frame of reference for that whatsoever. And I know. And so I'm not going to like go into any spoilers, but they even hint at it in the miniseries. It's like, oh, he's not, you know, a clown. He's like this big spider with deadlights on him or whatever. Like, you know, he's some interdimensional being. Sure. You get a lot more of that in the book. And I want that to happen because there are some really, really scary and intense stuff that happens with all with that. The mystical elements of this. And I want that. Um, And the miniseries didn't even touch it because of budget issues. And, you know, it it was made for TV. And so censorship issues and just what they were able to work with in the 90s. Sure. Um, But I think this this team 
behind the first it has already proven to me that they can do the clown scary stuff. Sure. They've proven to me that they can get that stuff right. So I don't need them to prove it again. I want to see it, but I'm not going to, that's not the proof that I want. I want to see them take it the extra step and actually make it like scary on a metaphysical level. Like I want that. I want to be scared for my existence, not just for this clown. Got it. Okay. Does and it now? And I think that I think they will. I think that they're going to go that route. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see it. Um, I like I said, I have zero frame of reference for what you're talking about. So I know that's, and I've tried to keep it very vague. But if they do I'm, it right, you'll know in about a week. I am very, very excited for that. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. I just need it to connect and resonate for me, like the first one did. Yeah. No, I that's, agree. That's all I'm asking. So fingers crossed, you know, early reviews have basically said it's it's longer than it needs to be, but it's good. So that's what I'm going in hoping. And I'm is, totally fine with that. I can yeah. accept that. It is at almost three hours. That is a very lengthy horror movie. It is weird that like it chapter two is coming to the table. It's like we're fucking longer than Endgame. And it's like you're it chapter two. I, I Not that I don't love you, but you're it chapter two. <laughs> Right, like weird. Yeah, weird, it's like weird flex, bro. It, yeah, weird that you're coming for the throne. Right. Very and, and not that I have anything against fine. it. But but maybe odd. they're like they're they're thinking they are the Avengers of uh horror because maybe. you know, it chapter 1 is the highest grossing horror film of all time. It is. And honestly, Pennywise is grabbing that key monster from Insidious. And they're forming the evil Justice League of Doom. <laughs> they are. That is true. Or you something. Heard, you heard it here, folks. Or that's, or maybe that's the end of Brightburn. I forget. I don't know. One of those two things <laughs> is happening. Uh, so, all right. So, moving on to other clown territory. There yes. Is, there, speaking of interdimensional or space travel, can we please talk about some killer clowns? Yes, let's just start there. Q, I, this was big for you. Take it away, man. Tell, okay. tell us why you love this movie so, so killer, much. Jesus, killer clowns from outer space. Okay, first off, uh, uh, just a name, the Chiodo Brothers. Oh, yeah. So, the Chiodo Brothers make the clowns. They directed this film. They are special effects gurus, and they made some. They have of the, a metal band named after them. They they make some of the coolest, weirdest clown designs I've ever seen, like ever in the history of ever. And so that being said, uh, Killer Clowns was one of those movies that when I saw it when I was younger. Um, I was probably, I don't know, like mid-teens, maybe early So the teens. perfect age to see this movie. Totally, totally. And I watched this movie. I want to say this was a Joe Bob Briggs movie for me. I think it was It I, was for me. I'll I want to say it was it on. It was a Joe was Bob's on, Briggs th- movie for me. I think it was TNT Monster Vision. Yep. Damn uh, right it was from his trailer. And yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, I wanted to th- I, I thought that I had that memory right, but um, I, I loved me some monster vision. Oh, um, every, every, every week. Um, so I watched this movie and was just in complete and utter amazement. A, at the level of special effects for what was very clearly 
a D rated movie. Like well, a like, D list. If the name didn't give it away already, right. the first two minutes of that movie lets you know exactly what you're in for. But there is some amazing quality yeah. practical effects that legitimately, Jay, no bullshit, they hold up to this day. Oh, like there are some I, things I, I, I that I haven't they watched do. that in a long time. There are some things I introduced Haley to it last year. Because I watch this movie probably once a year. It's like it's one of my all time <laughs> favorites. It. it is one of my all time favorites. She fell in love with it as soon as I well, showed it to her. How could you not? Well, that's the thing. Is there's something again? There's something about it where the level of badness. It's like watching Troll Two or like an early Leprechaun movie, but that the special effects are next level good. Right. And that's what's so weird about it is you're like, this shouldn't be this but the story really entertaining. So the special effects are next level good, but the story and concept is next level fucking bonkers. Just like insane. just ridiculous and crazy. Uh outer space clown aliens come down to Earth to harvest people by putting them in giant cotton candy like cocoons. Yep. And eating them and feeding them to their gigantic leader, <laughs> who is also a clown. And for some reason, all of their space things are clown-esque. Yes. Like, for no reason. Just like, no reason besides just aesthetic theme. Right. So, like, of course, inside their spaceship, giant popcorn maker. Inside right. their spaceship, like, their guns look like giant, like, toy guns. But evil toy guns. Yes, and that will kill you. Yes. They will definitely kill you. Um, but the, I don't know, man, just, like, every, every inch of the design of the clowns is so amazing. You've got, like big rotund like yep. fat clown and you've got like thin like wiry beaker from the Muppets looking clown and they're all so dumb but they're so like there's something about them that is actually scary like the purple face one with like the demon teeth yeah like they're all they are actually frightening if you sit and think about it for sure and that's kind of the thing is like it's a I recommend it and I don't know how if you'll agree with this or not for me, it's a great entry horror movie. Like, <laughs> I really think, like, and I'm not talking slasher, but into, like, if you're going to watch, like, Critters and, like, okay, weird, yeah. weird shit like that, like, it's a perfect entry point for, like, D-list horror. There it is. I honestly think this is one of the most palatable D-list, like, sub-horror slash comedies that you can get. Um, like it's, it, it's not quite a, you know, troll to the room. You have to see it to see how bad it is. It's, it's just a couple steps above that, but it is in the vein of, you have to see it to believe that it exists. Exactly. So um, very, uh, very high recommend. Yeah. I, you know, quality wise it's you, it is exactly what it wants to be. And that's what I love so much about it. And it's exactly it. what it sounds like. Yeah. Like. Whatever whatever images conjure into your mind when you hear the phrase killer clowns from outer space is probably in there. That is exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly what that movie is. Now, uh, a newer one, and this is one I don't think you have seen, but I, I know you and I have talked about it, but it's Terrifier. 
I have not seen it per your recommendation <laughs> because you know that I am not a gore hound. And no, I heard that this movie is like next level gory. It is. Now, if we're talking scary clowns, I can't do an episode without mentioning Terrifier. Now, listen, Fivers, if you're like Hugh and you can't really handle on-screen gore, even if it like looks fake or it's just, just uncomfortable and unpleasant, I don't recommend Terrifier. It is chock full of that. But if you do happen to be like me, Jay, <laughs> and you enjoy that sort of stuff to a degree, not like in a weird sick sense, but it's just like, hey, this is <laughs> not not like you fun. pull down your pants and you masturbate while watching it. Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you enjoy that that sort of practical effects gore hound stuff. Terrifier will give you nightmares for weeks. Dude, I, like the thing about it, Q, is I want you to watch it. But I know you can't handle it and you shouldn't. Sure. Please don't ever watch it for the <laughs> love of God. But I want you to see it just so you can know how fucking scary this thing is. Like, he, it's, it's sort, and this is going to be high praise, but it's sort of like a new The Shape from the original Halloween. Oh, okay. Like, this clown never says a word the entire movie. Really? He literally is. It's just he goes out on Halloween with a bag of mechanical items and weapons and he just kills as many people as he can. And the movie is about him trapping two girls in a warehouse and them trying to escape for about an hour and a half. And that's that's, that's the whole movie. And he never says a word. He just kind of smiles and mimes laughter and he murders people in the most grotesque ways possible. That's pretty crazy. But, like, have you looked up a picture of what this guy looks like? Uh-uh. Like, look up a picture of Terrifier Clown. Okay, I'm And just right kind now. of see the design on this guy. This is what I want you to see. Yikes. Like, with He's the pointy like, white yeah, nose? Yeah, and, like, just, like, black gums. Yep. Yeah, that's an unsettling design. Horrifying. It's good. Again, if you like scary movies and that gore stuff, it's good. It's almost like it's not quite – it's much gorier than House of a Thousand Corpses, but it goes down the uncomfortable path that that movie does. That's another one with a clown in it. Can we count that one? Because it's – clown is kind of a small part what of it. What was it? Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, it's Captain Spaulding? It's Captain Spaulding, Yeah. He's pretty creepy. He's a clown. He's creepy. He's got clown makeup. Is he, he a does. clown, though? No, I don't think so. I think he just uses it to he be just, scary. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what about the movie Clown? Okay. That, okay. Let me That's ask. The, there's two. There's the one, one I'm thinking of is the one with the dad who puts on the clown suit and like oh. slowly becomes. That was like the. Um, that was the movie that got made from a fake trailer online. Yeah, I did watch that one. Oh, how was I didn't ever see that one. How was it? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like it's um it's like a cursed clown outfit that basically like becomes second skin. Uh, oh, him. right. And he like can't take it off and Yeah, and it it there is it it does get fairly gory, but I was able to handle you power it. Power through it. I was able to power through it. It's a very like interesting yeah. concept. It's very wear clown. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. Or see we're circling back to the beginning. Yeah. No, the uh the one that I keep going back to is 
the shakes the clown which you brought up uh a while back that one <laughs> It, it it hit me at a weird point when I was, I'm thinking late teens, maybe early 20s, and I'm a big Bobcat Goldthwait fan just in general, so I like most of the stuff that he does, uh, but Shakes the Clown was one that I saw and was just totally perplexed by, honestly, just the concept of it, and I was just, I don't know, kind of blown away by the darkness that he kind of took with this character does that make sense yeah yeah i mean yeah so yeah i mean it's a it's a very weird one that uh, affected me when i was younger because it's not like a scary movie <laughs> no by any means but it's uncomfortable but it, i mean it's a bobcat goldthwaite it movie. is like, an it kind uncomfortable of, look at clowns it gave it definitely has all the DNA that Bobcat Goldthwait would put into his darker comedies like later on, like World's Greatest Dad or God Bless America. Exactly. Um, so it's definitely a de- – because we've talked a lot about horror clowns, but it's definitely a different take on clowns that is scary. It's a, but not it's a, a horrific tale. But more like tale. it might touch me in a place I don't want to be touched scary. Right. Or touch my mom in a place I don't want her <laughs> to be touched, which is anywhere on my mom, to be honest. Yes. Uh, Get out of here, clown. <laughs> um, so, <sighs> yeah, I think we're kind of getting to the point now where we I mean, can probably put together a list of clown movies. I was about to say, we need a clown list. Uh-uh. <laughs> 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 I do not oh, do a good man. clown horn sound. That's never going to get old. This is where we make a list. A list. Three, two. List. All right. So, so here we are. Here we are at our clown list. So now we've talked about a handful of movies, but I, I think we've gotten at least five. Now I'm gonna vote that it chapter one is on here somewhere, probably near the top. I will agree with that. I would say, and you might fight me over this. I don't know. I would say it chapter one the that ver- Bill Bill Sarsgaard version of Pennywise strong number two, strong number two. I honestly feel like the Killer Clowns from Outer Space should be number one. <laughs> really, it is the most bizarre clown movie out there, and I think their designs are equally iconic as the and- Bill Sarsgaard, and have now proven themselves and lasted for. 30 years you know the cpc on that movie the clowns per capita is very very high yes and you know to be honest there's probably going to be more people who have heard of killer clowns from outer space than who have seen it chapter one exactly uh the chodos brothers went on to do many great things there's a metal band named after them yes as well okay all right i'll take it Uh, now, but if we do that, we've got to put Shakes the Clown at number three. Shakes the Clown can be number four because I want to put the Joker at number three. The the one that hasn't come out yet. No, I want to put, uh, and I will get. Uh, I want to put Jack Nicholson Joker at number three because I think he is the best clown like version of the Joker that we've seen on screen thus far. Lots of bad jokes, lots of like pranks and gags, and a fantastic portrayal of that character. Okay, so let me ask because now I need to clarify something. Okay. 
are we ranking the clowns themselves or are we ranking the movies? Oh, I was thinking the clowns. I mean, we could do that. I can. I mean, we can still keep it. So we've got the killer clowns at number one. Yeah. Pennywise yep. from it. Yep. Um, from it chapter one as number two. Yeah. Jack Nicholson as the Joker in Batman shakes the clown yes. from the titular shakes the clown. And five, I would almost posit, and we haven't talked about it at all. John Leguizamo from Spawn. <laughs> from Spawn. <laughs> John Leguizamo. As the violator is fucking batshit nuts. Honestly, if we're, I, I would want to put that or Terrifier, but I don't think enough people have seen Terrifier. I'm if we're ranking the portrayals <laughs> of clowns, then fucking great, fine. John Leguizamo, it is. Just because I want to do that now. Perfect. From Spawn. Now let's be fair. Oh my that goodness. movie sucks. Sucks. <laughs> like, I watched it as a snoozema not too long ago, and it is rough. It is a terrible Michael Jai White. I love him, but boy, that is a the thing about it. Martin Sheen in that movie. Oh boy, is phoning it in something awful. Oh boy. Um, I would much prefer Michael Jai White make a million. Uh, what was that? What was that character that he like the kind of Dolomite type character? That came out recent black, black dynamite? black dynamite. Is that his name? I don't think so. Maybe it was. That sounds kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Black dynamite. I'm looking it up. It might. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Yeah, it is black on. dynamite. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was right. Fuck. Michael Jai White is black dynamite. That movie is fucking fantastic. It's not a clown a movie, show, guys. It? No, it's a movie. Oh. Black Dynamite, and then they made an animated series. Oh, right. I remember that. And I think it was a Adult Swim animated series. Yeah, it was. It uh, was for sure. Have you seen the movie, though? No, I don't think Fuck, so. Fuck, man. Everybody right now, stop what you're doing. Go watch Black Dynamite, the movie. It came, back, it came out in uh, 2009. It is fucking hilarious it's, right, it's that's how we're gonna end this episode about clowns is recommending you go watch <laughs> Black Dynamite. About clowns. <laughs> um but no seriously <laughs> i i think uh, we were talking spawn because that movie is just fucking yeah. abysmal okay but john leguizamo as violator from spawn is but he's five. great um so let's read back that list and see what oh man people are gonna be pissed that we don't have tim curry pennywise on there though but we've we've got but I think Bill Skarsgård is a scarier Pennywise personally. I will agree with that. I think that's going to be yeah. a hot take and I think we're going to get a lot of pushback on that. Maybe. But, but you know what? I'm with you. I think he is more better movie. I think he's more unsettling. Better movie and his eye lazy eye thing. That's great. Super bizarre. All right. So at number 1, we have the killer clowns from outer space. All of them. As themselves. Just all of the killer clowns. Number two, we have Pennywise from It Chapter One. Yes. Number three, we have Jack Nicholson as Joker yes. in the Batman or in Batman. We have four Shakes the Clown as himself. Yes. <laughs> and number five, I worked up to this one. John Leguizamo as Violator. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. Yes, yes. I'm I didn't even think of him. We didn't talk about him during the episode. So happy he's on the list. Hey, uh, Jay, I just found this cotton candy on the ground. Do you, Ooh, can I eat do it? Do you want some? Yeah, of course. Here, have a lick. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. 
We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Terminal clown shin? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.